What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the 808s and Bars podcast. I'm your host, Trill, a.k.a. Porter. And today we are going to talk at length about the new Kanye West album, Jesus is King, as a follow-up to our first impressions podcast that me and Jason did last week. But before we get into things, let's uh, let's bring back uh, the only guest we have on anymore, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. J.J. Demon. What's going on, J.J.? I want to give everyone a, a, a hearty what up ski and also a peace be with you and also with you. Um, and <laughs> and your Christ, neighbor. In Christ's name, I want us to go forth and I want us to do justice to this because I do feel that this is perhaps maybe the worst thing that's ever been done to Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's a good way to start, folks. We're, 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 we're hitting them up top, hitting them up top with the haymaker from JJ. Thank you for that. Thank you for that sermon, JJ. Not good. Uh, and uh, as always, my co-host Jason, uh, who I am sure um, has changed his mind on this Kanye album over the the past week, right, Jason? Yeah. yeah definitely last time you you talked to us we were um very disappointed in the new in the new album um you guys aren't born again you haven't become born again since then like no people i don't just mean no people who are like how could you not like that album jason i'm like are we listening to the same album? I don't understand. <laughs> it's very generous to call this an album, I would say. It's, I mean, it's technically, I guess it's an album. You have to call it one, but it's, it doesn't seem, it, it seems like, it's almost like he tried to make Blonde, but like Frank Ocean's Blonde, but for like white Republican teens. You know what I mean? There's because I think there's five songs on it. It's like eleven songs or twelve songs on the album. There's five without drums, at least, and then yeah. there's like three more that half the song doesn't have drums. The drums don't come in so late. So, so I wouldn't call this an album necessarily. I would call it scripture. <laughs> it's not just a gospel album. It's gospel itself. It is. Uh, oh man uh i i did hear you say that about about blonde and, and blonde being my favorite album of the decade i even thought that that was too much even to make a joke about that but well yeah because uh, i don't I'll think it, that, i'll let it fly well I, to, to clarify i don't think that he made blonde i think that he was in, in like without realizing it trying to make blonde that's sort of a like weird because he's not just trying to make a gospel album he's also trying to like like he always does like reinvent a sound which by the way did he make any of the beats on this album he didn't did he, he? made no he he co-produced almost everyone but what does that mean because he can technically if, that, he, but, take but, the beat, <laughs> if he takes a beat okay well that's what we could say that about any kanye album <laughs> well okay that's true uh, yeah you're right and that and that kind of really started with what yeezus was the first time where it was like Someone else yeah, was handling Yeah, but beautiful. But honestly, I mean, even before fantasy, that. If you look at the production credits on Fantasy, they're all over, they're all over the place as well. Okay. Uh, bro, go back to late registration. He made the whole album with John Bryan. Mike well, Dean Mike Dean like came on at gra- Yeah, and then Mike Dean came on at graduation. And then he was on 808s and 
dark twisted fantasy and Yeezus. And then the production is a pretty drastic shift away. I think that Kanye definitely had a lot to do with it. I think the last song that Kanye produced solely by himself without anyone else was if you know, you know, by Pusha T. Yeah. Oh, the which beat, the beat completely his from the ground up. That's according to the the, the album, right, the right, production right. credit, but that doesn't okay. necessarily mean right. anything because mm-hmm. apparently that the, that he's used ghost producers before too, similar to Dr. Dre. So what does so, he do? What does he do? Because he didn't write any of the lyrics on the album either. He admitted Malice was writing them. So like like Malice was literally emailing him fucking lyrics. So like what? what I don't know. I mean, it's so weird that know. we talk about this guy like a genius. <laughs> what has he done? Well, here's the thing. I think that he definitely had more involvement in the earlier projects. And I think I really think it was when you got up to the newer shit that it was like him kind of just like in a Travis Scott kind of role, piecing things together. That's where Uh, I was going next. I was going to say, why do we not talk about him the same way we talk about Travis Scott? Because you will get you'll get you'll get hip hop purists that will say to you, Travis Scott doesn't do shit. He's he's a uh, he puts together playlists. Um, he's just a guy that knows. Right about- <laughs> What's that? What's that? He's he said you're subbing Jason. Oh well, well yeah, you'll get people that say that, but then they'll go, yeah, we need to listen. We need more real hip hop like Kanye West. They're essentially the same fucking artist. So uh, maybe now. Okay. Now, so, right, I'm th- right, right, because because obviously right. he he crafted the sound of the blueprint or helped just blaze and blaze. So no, college like, dropout. It's also, just, it's also just like it's also just like there's chops that Kanye obviously has that we know him to have that Travis has never had, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah you're right. That that's that's why it's a little different, right? So. Kanye solely produced his first project by himself. Yeah. And then yeah. from there, he started using more people. And you can hear I mean, he continues to put people in great positions to succeed. Whereas, like, no one has ever, honestly, to be honest, my, I like Travis more. Well, I, I would like him at all. If people had, like, six major successes on his album, right? But, like, there's no amazing guest features on Travis' albums. They really aren't, right? Like... Kendrick sounds terrible on that person in a Trap McKnight song. You know what I mean? Like, so. I, I would argue, though, that uh, Sicko Mode was like the best single of last that year. Drake, that is who Drake is really good on Sicko Mode. Drake but, absolutely murders that. Drake, I would say Quavo, Quavo murdered, on Oh My This Drake Side, but murdered, yeah. Drake has murdered a lot of songs, right? Whereas yeah. Kanye, people consistently have their best efforts on Kanye songs, right? Yeah. So. That's why I would say that there's a difference. I would say yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. They do are they obviously are taking and collaborating a little bit. Like people claim that Cody did 808s, man. Like you need to look at T Pain from 808s, right? Like right, T-Pain yeah. In the studio with Kanye and like Kanye like bullied him out the studio. So <laughs> <laughs> so like that's sort of hilarious. So like yeah. I mean, well, I've, I've been accused of being a slate wiper before where I just cut when I get fed up with an artist, I just I go fundamentalist against them. And I'm getting go back and listen it. to the Eminem kamikaze episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fucking, I, dude, it's like I, 
I was a revisionist on that, dude. It was so funny. I was like, bro, you can't act like Eminem's first two albums weren't at least like at least musically decent. And you were like, no, the world has changed and Eminem has stayed the same. He's the worst artist. But yeah, I can admit that about myself. I do that shit. I get I just get a wild fucking hair up my ass about it, dude. Like and Eminem's the biggest one with me. I mean, I, I mean, even now, I will say I still think that even his good albums were bad for hip hop. They took hip hop in a bad direction for many years. Like, and then they still have, I mean, do you, do you still honestly, I know we're not talking about this, but do you still honestly <laughs> think that the, the Marshall Mathers LP is a good album? I mean, I think it's decent. Like I'm, I'm not like, I, mean, I don't so, listen to it. Right. So like, there's like five still pretty good tracks. So I don't like drug ballad is great. I'm yep. back. I think it's great. But like you can listen I think to the title track is pretty good. Jim Richard yeah. Die Trying you can listen Remember to right me. now from start to finish, mm, and it's a and it's a I classic. Don't think I could listen to Jim Richard Die Trying right now all the way through. Jason's no. not a Jason's not an early right. Fifty Cent truther, no, well, except no. for the mixtapes. The mixtapes, no, mixtapes are so brilliant. No, mixtapes are so good. But like, I got us so off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love being off topic. Don't worry about it. And also, this album find a topic. But I, but I do have some deep dives that I did for this album, so we should get on task if we can. Yes, um, I actually okay. do as well. So, yeah. so we are going to be talking about Jesus is King at length now. Um, let's just go right up top. JJ, what did you think of the first few tracks on here? Because there's a lot to well, process and digest here. Well, there's a there's a there's a couple points that I've I uh, I wanted to make. I do I feel like the album never starts. It just I'll be cutting you start. off at some point, so don't worry. Yes, about yes, it. yes. <laughs> I, I feel like the album, the album never starts. Um, I feel like it's. Uh, did I say did I say this on the pod or was this before we started recording that I, I that about Frank Ocean's Blonde? I said that right. You literally just said okay, that. Okay, that was on the pod. Okay, I don't because <laughs> we talked for so long before we hit record. Um, Fair enough. It is a it is like Reagan Republican porn. This album. It is the <laughs> this new version, and they they talked about this on Chapo a little bit. How the new version of American Christianity is completely. It's a new kind of Christianity. It's not nothing we've seen before. They didn't really make the point that it started with Reagan, the, the, but that's what I feel. I feel like he sort of married fundamentalist Christianity with corporatism and, and capitalism and made it okay to be a greedy, rich Christian that shits on the poor, whereas that's the opposite of what Christianity is supposed to be about. That's what this album is. This album is 100% that. He does not go a full two bars from a mention of of Jesus Christ and being a Christian before he talks about how rich he is. He's on his first song, the opening few bars, he's yelling at his chauffeur. He's literally Dude, that literally, literally is the line. I said I swear to God, can I read can I read you line for line here? I, I said, have it written down too, but go ahead, yeah. <laughs> I said the first of many signs that Kanye is turning into a boomer Republican rich guy. Yes. <laughs> keep scre- keep my composure when I'm screaming at the chauffeur. I ain't mean I'm just focused. I ain't mean I'm just focused. Which by the way, take out the context of everything that's happened from the last two years. Take away everything that people have grown to hate about Kanye with the whole Trump thing, with the whole slavery was a choice thing. Every controversial statement that he has made, if you put that album on an album that came out four years ago, we wouldn't even be talking about it. Right. Yeah. We wouldn't be. It would be just another Kanye line that yes. you'd just go, yeah, that's Kanye. Yes. And it would be He's right. wild. It would, it would be hurry up with my damn croissants, right? It'd be the same. Exactly. Yeah. 
And it would be in that Jesus Pablo era where it was he was still wild and fucking off, you know, off his shit, but he didn't have so many contradicting uh you know, find his, a his hypocritical used to be like innocuous compared to the stuff now, right? Like interrupting people at award shows or showing up late to fashion shows. Right, it was saying, yeah. or, or, or there saying, was an or saying, to it. Yeah, or saying like if I don't win album of the year, it's racist. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, like there was an innocence are, to that. These, yeah, like, these things are fine compared to this shit. Like yes. we're talking about private prisons and corporations using sweatshops and right. the things that he was talking about around Jesus. And and he and it's like he doesn't realize that he embodies all of these things that he's pretending to be against. Like I have a very specific thing, and when we get to it, I'll talk about it. But on on the 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 clip reunion which was his hail mary for this album because he knows this album's not good he knew it's not <laughs> i get good. it hail mary right so yeah so so he he put that clips reunion together because he knew this album sucked and then he had because he can't he, he's becoming the guy that puts a hat on a hat he had to put a fucking kenny g solo on it as well but that this album <laughs> is an example of his demons this album is a is a is his demons made manifest and when he talks about his demons He's not talking about this, but this is his demon, an album like this. He could not help himself. He lost so much clout and so much respect and so much good faith with all this Trump bullshit that this was what he did. He's absolutely swung for the fences and he said, they can't hate me if I make this all about Jesus Christ. But he couldn't help himself but make it about himself because that's what it really was about. But that, that classic look, look over here tactic. Exactly, Don't look over there. Exactly. And he, knew, he had to spend a year doing these Sunday services. He had to sp- get real cozy with a bunch of choirs and a bunch of preachers. And he went he went back to his quote unquote roots. But it never once was not about Kanye West trying to get back the good faith he lost when he was duped by the Republican Party. And by the way, he's still at his shows peddling Charlie Kirk bullshit. There's still fucking videos of him saying that the the complete fucking dangerous shit like the Republican Party are the ones that freed the slaves. We should be voting Republican Party. All this bullshit without explaining the switch, the civil rights switch, the the New New Deal switch. Never explaining any of that. The Dixiecrats. Exactly. (laughs) Not explaining the fact that, okay, yes, but essentially then the Republican Party was the Democratic Party. It's another thing that these Dinesh D'Souza fucking grifters sell to people and I'm sorry, but Kanye West went after the easiest people to fool by going after this, this strictly religious. And he knew. Yeah, I mean, he's it. got Donald Trump Jr. tweeting out his album saying that he's fucking brave is for, any, for talking uh, about Jesus. Because no one has ever made anything about Jesus before. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I just went for a while. So take it from me. Yeah, because I. I so. So, Jason, um, the first few tracks on here, now that you've had a little bit of time to sit with it. The is there anything on here that has grown on you, or are you still feeling the same exact way you felt one week ago when um, we talked about it? I'm still feeling the same exact way. I mean, yeah, there's nothing for me to say. I, I spun it two more times, and I still feel the same exact way. It sounds rushed, it's boring. Thematically, at least he stays on task, but the, there's no there's no liveliness to the music to me. You know, God is is still the best song on it. Yeah, there's nothing for me to even say. I mean, <laughs> it's, 
just well, not good. Th- it's just it's just not good. It, it just ain't it. It's just not it. Yeah. it it's it's th- thematically every song essentially has the same structure on this album. Um, he'll say something about God. Um, then he'll say something uh, about his wealth, and then he'll say something about himself. And that's essentially Absolute every. It's been it's been it's been this from the jump. It, it it's been this organized religion from the jump. It really feels like it it feels like and I I said this on Twitter a few days ago is like when that when the merch came out for it. I don't know if you saw this, JJ, but when he dropped the merch for the album, there was a black Jesus merch and there was a white Jesus merch. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally was like, this album is just a marketing campaign, essentially. It's It's, all lives matter. Jesus Christ. That Jesus, the G- he all lives matter. Jesus Christ! Oh God, the worst. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. So, oh. so it's essentially like step three of like becoming a a, a right wing grifter in 2019. Like the first step is like say some dumb shit that gets you in hot water. The second step is just double down on that dumb shit in every media interview you have right. after that. Right. The third thing is find God or sell a product. And then the fourth thing is just fucking make an album, make an album or a book or whatever and fucking become rich or have a media platform. It's like one of the three and yeah. Kanye has chose his redemption route is going to be this born again, Christian, which is, more or less rehashing all the same ideas he's had all throughout his career, just with God more interjected into it. It's not as if religion hasn't been front and center in Kanye's career prior to this. It's forever front and center, right? On the Yeezus tour, he's uh, uh, stopping the performance to to do these loud and uh, pontificating uh, uh, sermons, right? Like these are, and he's preaching, and he was preaching at that time, right? Uh, You know, uh, that he, he couldn't, they, the fashion world wasn't letting him uh, get his ideas out and, and things of that nature, which I always supported and always believed. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just... When, when usually, honestly, when a black person is telling me or telling anyone, hey, like, I'm trying to do this and because I'm this way, they don't let me, usually, for the most part, 99% of the time are going to believe them, right? So, right. Kanye, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. so Kanye is saying all these things. Like, these were always a part of him. Like, um... I was watching The Wolf of Wall Street the other day, right? And um, Leonardo DiCaprio is, like, in that movie, a scum capitalist, and he is, like, doing all these sermons, right? They remind me of sermons that you would hear in a church, right? Like, and that's similar to what the Jesus tour was, right? It was supposed to be a religious experience. That's, like, what it was marketed as. Yeah, yeah. It felt like it. I went to it. It was wild. He built a mountain. He gave a sermon on the mountain. He built a mountain yeah, on the he climbed stage. the mountain. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a born again anything. He's not born again. Like, right, right, yeah. His first hit ever was Jesus Walks. Right, yeah. Like, or, I'm sorry, his, like, third hit ever, right. but and still. It was on his first album. Jesus Walks is a little bit corny, but the beat is amazing. And, like, that beat's incredible. And yes, also, like... That I would I would prefer to hear a song like that about his relationship with God. Instead, this seems like God's relationship with him, or it seems as if like this is just a surface level view of what Kanye thinks about religion. Like I'm interested in seeing if Kanye has ever had doubt, right? Like I'm interested well, in seeing 
I actually know he hasn't because I can. T- I'll tell an anecdote <laughs> later. <laughs> like the Last Temptation of Christ. Could, oh, like, I need. I need a Kanye version of that. If like this could have been something if he had done something like that. Instead, well, it's, like, it's dishonest. Like I, I don't know. It's funny that you bring up the Last Temptation of Christ because the when this first dropped, I'm on a one of, tip. That's why I've been on a right, yeah. tip. For, oh, we all have because the Irishman's yeah. about to drop. Yeah, yeah, we oh, all. Yeah, I've seen it it's, on Monday night. I'm, it's on. I'm, yeah, <laughs> me, me, uh, me, and Porter talked about it. But yes, it was. It's funny because I said after I heard this album, I said when Kanye was interesting, when his Christianity was interesting, he was on a Last Temptation of Christ tip. It was sinful. It was conflicted. You know, there was something to it. There was substance to his Christianity. Now he's on a passion of the Christ tip. Now it's just how much fucking money can I make with this grift? That's all it's become. It's, but it's, it's but, capitalistic. But the, the, the um, you know, things that you're talking about that appear on Jesus and Life of Pablo and, you know, even down to the theme of temptation, especially with Jesus is very, you know, lust heavy and yeah. over the top sexual and and splurging and all this insane stuff that, that, that comes together. There was a Justin Charity blog, I remember afterwards, I believe it was Charity, where he said, when did Kanye become easy? Because the way he's talking is like... Yes. <laughs> The way he's rapping, the explicit lyrics on it is like a '90s West Coast, like uh, <laughs> too short. Low rider. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. an NWA track. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of grotesque, like sexual appetite lyrics on Jesus, right? And that kind of did him in on like the Wyoming album and on Pablo. We wouldn't be here without cum. Exactly. <laughs> oh God! But that's a lyric that that's a lyric that sounds like it could be on Jesus. What's the difference between right. None of us would be here without cup and put my fist center like a civil rights sign. <laughs> there is no difference. That song, but that song bangs for some reason because right. Jesus fits that type of mold. Whereas now he does it, and like the music doesn't fit like those type of lyrics. They just don't. The yeah. Jesus is the extreme of all extremes. Ex- extreme sexual perversion, extreme production with the acid house mixed with the dark and moody synths and yeah. fucking putting all these weird mixes together, putting Daft Punk on the first four songs yeah. and then having fucking in the middle, having it bridged together by the Keith, Chief, uh, Chief Keef and Boney Vare song. And then the second half you get blood on the leaves, which is truly one of the most ridiculous songs I could ever think of <laughs> in terms of using the sample of strange fruit. Yes. Uh, by Nina Simone and then using it basically just to talk about like cheating on your wife and like, like fucking the temptations that he has that are like completely separate from what that song originally meant. But the insanity of all of it just worked because it was so truly extreme and like transgressive that it, it was, it, you couldn't look away. Right. And and in a way it, it had this weird kind of charm to it. It, it. It's very strange that album. And, and, and it's something that I've been like, why do I like this album? And it's something that I kind of go back and forth on because it is a very good album, but I, no, I feel dirty listening to it still. But now 
you get around to this album, you get around to Jesus is King. And as you guys said, he's kind of embraced, you know, he's not, he's not even, he doesn't even curse on this album. There's no curses. There's no sexual references. There's nothing that, uh, you know, the torn Kanye had on Jesus and life of Pablo and dark twit and dark fantasy and all of that. So I will say, I actually do think that, um, I, I don't know how to pronounce the second track. I, Salah. It's a, is that it? Salah? I'm not sure. Salah, it's a, yeah, I guess so. That, yeah, that seems right. It's an old Hebrew uh, word, apparently, that apparently scholars don't even know what it means, which is perfect that he used that mm-hmm. uh, on this album, because I don't think that he know, knows what he fucking means when he's talking on here. But he... Uh, uh, an interesting musical choice for me on here is the fact that he used that very upbeat, like, you know, family friendly choir to open the album. And then he goes directly into Salah. It goes dark. And and it goes incredibly dark, but it it doesn't, it's a misdirection. And almost every song is a misdirection up until the second half of the album. Like, it's like. I almost like Salah. I almost like it. I do. No, I actually think that's one of the better songs on the album. I actually was going to say that was, I was going to defend this song because I thought that it did have this triumphant production with the thumping drum sound throughout and this incredibly powerful choir in the background and the haunting organ all throughout the song. And it builds up and it actually, the, the, the last part of the song is actually some of the most passionate wired in Kanye that you hear on the whole album, despite there being some very lame lyrics that you'll always get with a late Kanye album and specifically the last few. But like, you know, if you woke, then wake up to Judas kiss and make up like he's always going to have these kind of shitty bars. And, and if I just accept that, like I actually think for what it's worth, that's probably one of the two or three best songs on the album. Um, but it's not anything that we haven't heard from Kanye before. Like he has, he has had these triumphant, huge maximalist sounding dark, dark tracks that, you know, have to do with religion. No church in the wild comes to the, comes to mind. Like that is a perfect example of a song where Kanye was able to get away with this kind of sound, Uh, dark fantasy. uh, He wasn't like on that note, no, on that no church in the wild verse. That's like about like, he sprinkled coke on uh, a, a girl's back like that. That 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 James, well, even James, on a lot James, of he talks about doing lean. I mean, Jay's verse on no country. I'm uh, not no country on no church in the wild is like talking about religion, whereas Kanye is talking about some other shit. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm it has nothing to do with religion. I just meant the sound oh, of okay, the song. Okay, the yeah, sound yeah. the yeah. sound of the song has a No Church in the Wild has a very religious sound to it. It has this very this very thumping, driving bass. It's almost this apocalyptic sound that's similar to Salah. And I think that uh the, and it's kind of this thing that I always come back to on this album. Very rarely do we get a completely new sound from Kanye that is something that's different that he hasn't tried before and it also happens to be uh not only unique but incredibly like good and 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 tapped into the kind of energy and uniqueness that old kanye would bring to the table so that that was kind of my point there and also i love no church in the wild it's a fantastic song i think that song's way better than this song i'm not comparing oh, yeah, it to yeah, obviously but 
But at the same time, then you go into the next song because it goes back into, you know, Follow God, which is this old Kanye kind of sampling with the soul sample on it. Not even He's good. Even, Not even, I don't even think that this is good Kanye sampling. It's boring. It's instantly boring to me. Why is that? Follow God. It just is. I don't know. It's just, uh, this is, <laughs> this is like... To me, this song is in, is the well. I can't even say the most boring song on the album, but this just there's no surprises in this one for me. Other than the fact that like it's somehow the whole song is about like arguing with his dad, or that's how he ties it in at the end, and like that's not Christ-like, which is just like doesn't mean anything. It's a thing his dad shouted at him while they were arguing. This ain't Christ-like. Like what? Again, he's just trying to like. He's trying to tie Jesus to every track, whether it fits or not. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. This is where I think the, the grift becomes so obvious, is that, like, you, oh, you're just, everything has to relate some way to Jesus, whether it makes sense or not, because you told us you were making a gospel album. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. and the song being called Follow God, uh, and then later when he talks about social media, I was looking at the gram and I don't even like likes, which is like <laughs> an album, uh, a line that I wouldn't even care about if it was on Life of Pablo or Yeezus right. or any of his early stuff. But now it's just so like magnified because the spotlight is totally on him. And also, in addition to that, you don't get the balance of like where you get these like crazy like good lines from Kanye anymore. Like you don't get oh. lines that you're like, Oh shit. That was like fucking like the, like he's not touching anything close to lyrically that he used to, even in the, you know, the, the dark fantasy era is like some of his best lyrics ever. I mean, and this song actually kind of reminded me if you mix dark fantasy, the gorgeous, uh, the track gorgeous, which with that hard rock sample mixed with an earlier Kanye soul sample, maybe from a late registration era. And then the scream at the end of the song just sounds exactly like he did on Jesus, like it's all of his old ideas combined in one and as you said he's trying to just kind of shoehorn jesus into there and shoehorn god into there and he ends up sounding kind of just like a fucking rich disconnected guy and he sounds like that a lot throughout this album to be honest the yeah the the way that this album is put together a lot of it reminds me of like and i was saying this to you earlier today trill but about something completely different but a lot of this album sounds like when me and my friends would be like hey let's make an album this weekend on our four track recorders in the basement and we were just throwing shit at the wall and we were like ah you know whatever people think we're people People are going to think we're geniuses when really it just sort of like this is what we came up with at the time and it doesn't mean anything, but people will be wondering what it means forever, you know, obviously on a smaller scale, but this is what he's doing. He's just sort of like everyone will talk about whatever I do no matter what. So it doesn't have to make sense. And he absolutely has a God complex. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole album clearly shows that he thinks of himself higher than anyone but Jesus. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> or, on the same or, level. Or, yeah, I think so. And he does on this album say he's the best artist living or dead. So he is saying he's he, in an interview. Too. Yeah, he's he's better than and, you know, the, not I, we're not going to have the Pac and Biggie debate, but he's saying he's better than them just for all you hip hop heads out there that, uh, you know, he, he and, openly says that on his gospel album. So. And Jason said, Jason said, uh, I texted him that quote when he said it in the interview. And Jason said, you know, at one point I might have said this too. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I was like, I, hey, I, there was no 
bigger Kanye West fan than me, like circa like 2013, right? Like I had all I would succumb to the Church of Kanye by registration. Um, I there are issues with fantasy. I still love fantasy, and then I think Jesus is amazing. And yeah, so I mean, you're looking at a guy who loved Kanye West and still yeah listens to Kanye West like. I mean, I listen to a lot of new stuff. Like, I try to keep current. Like, when I get right, yeah. Kanye mood, I will listen to Kanye shit. Like, that's it. And so, when he said that, I was like, yeah, I mean, he's, like, incorrect. And, like, it's a Kanye thing to say. But, hey, I would have said it. <laughs> like, I would have said that, like, sometime at some point in my life. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, so. I, And I think that the tide has so turned on Kanye that, like, when – there was a time when him saying that, and we kind of touched on this earlier, but there was a time when him saying that had an innocence to it, sort of like, you, you know, like, well, he might be close to the truth and the fact that he's Kanye makes it okay that he says this. But since all of his fucking up, since we realized how dangerous his like ideas could actually be, since he did all that fundraising for Trump, essentially, and did all move the needle on white supremacy in America as much as he fucking did. I can't uh, the shit he says has weight now. And I, I just it, it irks me in a different way like it didn't before, you know. I would like to try to like separate his music from the person, but he makes his music so personal that it really does make it hard to kind of separate the two. Like he references all of the, like he's been doing this his whole career. This isn't something new, but now when you're living in the moment, as JJ just brought up all those points, it's like, you know, this is a guy who clearly doesn't understand that anything he's doing is wrong. In fact, has doubled down on it so much that he's telling, uh, you know, the real problem is quote unquote woke people and cancel culture and all this stuff that doesn't even really exist. Right. Um, would you want a perfect example of that on the next song closed on Sunday, he put on the outro of the song, he put ASAP Bari on there and ASAP Bari, uh, was, you know, basically pr- it was proved that he uh, sexually assaulted a person. Yeah. He's a rapist. And he put him on here. And when Bari got in trouble, Bari was, uh, you know, Kanye said, I, I was afraid to talk to him because I thought they were going to cancel me if I talked to him. Which, by the way, ASAP Bari is not nearly famous enough yeah, for him get, to fucking be canceled, canceled because like, I don't even, I don't even yeah. fucking know who this guy is, dude. Does he, like, fucking, does he even rap? He is literally like famous. Because he sexually assaulted somebody. Seriously. Rap game he Jeffrey has, Epstein. He's in front of his name and he sexually assaulted somebody. That is what we know about ASAP Bari. ASAP Bari. Pretty much the extent, Literally of the extent of it. That's exactly what yeah. we know about him. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, so like Kanye will always preach and he says on here, you know, like uh, if you're woke, then wake up. And then later there's there's a part where he says uh, and this is obviously just from like a personal standpoint. All of this is obviously personal and just my opinions. But but there is a part of the album where he's talking about the this. This is what really irks me is there's a part on the song Hands On, which is the ninth track on the album um, where he says, you know, uh, uh, got pulled over, see the brights, what you doing on the streets, street at nights, wonder if they're going to read your rights, 13 uh, amendment, three strikes, made a left when I should have made a right. So uh, 
the implication here is, you know, that is a biblical thing. You know, you should make a right instead of making a left, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the implication here is that Kanye is saying that earlier in his life and in his career, he shouldn't have been liberal or leftist. He should have been right because right people uh, care about the Constitution, I guess, but they want to get rid of the 13th Amendment. It doesn't make any sense to me, to be honest. Which they don't. The, the right, they don't give a fuck the right about that. Wants the 13th Amendment. The, yeah, I mean, if anything, they, they don't think the 13th Amendment goes far enough. I, I mean, it's yeah, it's insane. Libertarians literally believe that we shouldn't have a minimum wage or any labor laws. Right. So, like, what is that if not slavery? <laughs> I, yeah, like, I want to go back to closed on Sunday though, real quick, because of that. So, I did it sort of a not a deep dive, but I did a little bit of research because at the end, he's saying Jezebel don't even stand a chance. He says it over and over again, a bunch of times. Yeah, Jezebel. He does that a lot on this album where he just repeats bad lines over and over. Right. And it's because he's uninspired. But and he and he thinks that we'll all think that this is supposed to mean something, which I do think this line, he is trying to say something. So I looked it up and I I kind of peripherally knew what Jezebel meant, but I looked it up specifically. And Jezebel uh, is in the Bible and she represents something very specific. She she represents an uh, an imprudent, shameless, morally unrestricted restrained woman. So now Kanye is saying that a Jezebel doesn't stand a chance. So if, if we're to take him at his word on all this gospel Christianity shit, okay, women now have to act a certain way. And if we're to believe that the Christ, all the Christianity shit, we know what way he's saying women need to act and that Jezebels don't stand a chance. Then we have him in that interview bitching at Kim for the way she dresses, telling her she needs to dress a different way because it makes him look bad. Never mind the fact that he's the reason she dresses that way. He literally dresses her. He's taking credit for dressing her that way. But all this money that they make off her image, and now he's telling her he can't dress that way anymore, saying lines like Jezebel, and they won't stand a chance. And not to mention that on the very next song, he also says, single mothers know they got my heart, which is just contradictory. (laughs) I mean, this is like, there's no through line on this album other than please believe that I am this big Jesus guy now. And it's not, look, and I know he's always been a quote unquote Jesus guy. But I feel like he was more connected to religion in the past than he even is now. And that's another just obvious, it's just obvious that it's a grift to me. All this shit doesn't make any sense. It's so contradictory. Like, He's scatterbrained. All of his ideas are like he starts to go in one direction in his interviews, in his albums. He starts to go in one direction. You think he's about to make a point and then just nothing comes of it. He's not he's not challenging any thoughts. He's. Yeah, it, I, it's it, twenty. Yeah, it's not even no. long at all. I mean, yeah, twenty nine. Oh, and he, and he, and he, 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 By the way, if, short, if he's the believer, not equal good. I said this on the last part. Short no, does not equal right? Good. And he thinks, and yeah, and you also said he thinks it does, which is is yes, that's true. He thinks if he shortens it enough, then there's no room for anything bad. Meanwhile, everything he kept sucks. You know, well, not everything, but ninety percent of it. But yeah, just so, yeah. Going back to the the close on Sunday track, um, the 
<laughs> Just another fucking boomerism here. So fucking funny. On close on Sunday, when he says, you know, obviously the horrible fucking uh, intro Chick-fil-A and chorus. Close on Sunday, you, my Chick-fil-A, hold the selfies, put the gram away, get your family, hold your hands and pray. It reminds me of when people on like Twitter or like online in general will say like, they're like, y'all ever notice how people love to go on Facebook, but they won't read the good yeah. book, like as a joke. <laughs> y'all ever realize? Y'all ever realize that uh, people will follow famous people on Twitter, but they won't even follow the Lord. Yeah, and Ka- so Kanye it's made literally a song. like bits. Yeah, Kanye made a song that retweeted that, and 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 he added this, but unironically. oh god he's a boomer he's he's a fucking boomer oh he's a huge this is such a boomer album this is this album should just be called shut the fuck up boomer but um uh so there's one last part i want to talk about in that track before we move on and uh he says on here follow jesus listen and obey no more living for the culture We're, we're nobody's slave which is an idea that he has been pushing since the jesus era uh which new slaves which is one of my favorite kanye songs yes great song uh, but on the on that song, he was challenging corporations and private prisons and institutional racism, which he brings up on this album a lot without ever mentioning the fact that fucking Donald Trump is pro pretty much all of that. Yes. <laughs> and he loves Donald Trump and he loves Republicans now and he's friends with all these people. And he's he, he's trying to like challenge these institutions that he's he's also holding up. He's holding up in one hand and trying to put them down in the other hand. And it just doesn't make any sense. It's all just contradicting. He's saying things that in practice, what his words and his actions are being used for is to do the opposite of what he's telling you he wants to do. I mean, it, it, he, they're still fundraising off of his words. Like Trump supporters on the email list are still getting emails that have Kanye West's quotes in them. So literally he's helping Trump win another term and, and all the things he's claiming to care about, are, he will have reversed. He will have made uh, negative progress on these things. Like I, definitely infinitely worse. I mean, it's 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 just beyond me that that he he can't clearly see this. I mean, it's he's just being taken advantage of, dude. Yeah. Like he's just being used as a prop by these people. Yeah. But I don't even know. I, I don't even know what to make yeah. of a lot of this I because know. I think that I do think that like I mean, I know this is so played out because like, of course, every Kanye album is going to have good beats. Right. Like at least one or two that yeah, you're like, all right, it. like yeah. this bangs. I mean, yeah, or picking none beats that are good. None of these hold the candle to his best production, but like, it's not bad. Yeah, not one. Right? Like, yeah. The only track I thought really had a, a bad beat was On God. Um, and the reason I thought that On God had had a bad beat was because um, it sounded like something that you would find like in like, you know, Fruity Loops or like. One logic yeah. or one of those like early production like like it sounded like if you took graduation and then you like the Kanye album and then you produced it for a Sonic video game right like the people who worked on uplifting that beat with him Kanye type beat <laughs> what's that, what's that? Be labeled like uplifting Kanye type beat you know like <laughs> <laughs> 2007 Kanye <Yeah>. beat <laughs> bass distorted <laughs> um but it, it, it's just all like even like it, it's once again just rehashing the same content, the same beats, the 
the same fucking everything on here. Like the on God, literally, like I said, it sounds similar to graduation with the synths, except it's like a more modern, like stadium style version of it. Um, and also preacher stadium style version. Uh, like the line where he says, how you get so much favor on your side, accept him as your Lord and savior. I replied, <laughs> which come, come the fuck yeah. on, dude, that fucking sucks. <laughs> Not only does that fucking suck, but like, you're literally telling people that the reason that you're rich and famous is because you accepted God. But like, what about all the poor people and all the fucking working class people the that just have people on the planet? That's all they exactly. have is religion. Oh my God. It's Jesus Christ. He doesn't dude. know anything about a working class person. It's like, he's never met one. Like, <laughs> like how could you say that to people? There are some lines on that. I have some lines written down from that fucking song too. There's Trump worship on this one. He, he literally says he's the, he's the commander in chief. Now, uh, then the IRS went 50 plus a tithe made oh, yeah. over half of the pie. There's something else in between. Then that's why I, I charge the prices that I charge. I can't be out here dancing with the stars. No, I cannot <laughs> let my family starve. They're billionaires. They're billionaires, dude. Essentially, they couldn't spend the money they have not now. Ascent, no, 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 not not essentially. Yeah. Literally, he's, he's literally a billionaire. Is he? <laughs> They're all. Oh my god! Like, so how? I mean, if you combined all their wealth, right, so yeah. if you combine the Kardashians' wealth with Kanye's wealth, it would be astronomical. Astronaut, right? Okay. Yeah, on the hundreds of billions, probably. <laughs> if you include the Jenner, the, Gen the one yeah. Jenner is a billionaire. Yeah. So. They could they couldn't mathematically spend the money they have now in several lifetimes, but he wants you to feel bad for him and understand why he has to charge a thousand dollars a pair of shoes, because if not, his family's gonna starve. Like what the fuck are we listening to? Like, like uh, he's gotta he's gotta charge three hundred dollars for a t shirt. To tell you something within like ten seconds of you meeting him, right? Like this is that we should be surprised. Maybe at one time. No, but no, no, no. I don't mean like actually sell. You. I mean like he is going to try to sell you some something. Oh, right. right like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course. That's just, that's he's yeah. been that way from the jump. Like that's just you. His relationship with money has been really interesting from the jump. Especially if you listen to a song like All Falls Down, you would expect him to be a certain type of way. But he's always been this type of way where he needs like this white gaze. That, you is that mean? Lauren Hill sample? Well, no, because Lauren Hill yeah. didn't, okay, uh, yeah. didn't approve of the Lauren Hill was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Selena Johnson. Okay, right, right, right. But yeah, it would have she, been, right. Yeah, she, she sang it. But yeah, it's all about materialism and feeling guilty about, you know, feeling guilty about yeah, I mean, uh, buying things and spending all your money on fucking worthless material objects. And this would all yeah. be very interesting, I think, if we hadn't spent so much time with Kanye in good faith and in good standing and loving him and but it's not to me it's in, it's not interesting anymore i think the damage has been done and continues to be done and then you see something like donald trump jr retweeting the album saying it's the best album of the year and using it to own the libs he used a kanye west album to own the libs i mean i don't i can't feel any sort of way about that except gross like I don't know, man. It's bad. I'm bumming myself out. <laughs> I really am. But, like, uh, we are, uh, we're feeling the depression out heavy out on this God, one. Just for while we're recording. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, you know, as the first half of the album ends and it heads into the second half of the album, I will admit that 
although the first half had some like even the outro the outro on almost every song was pretty enjoyable like on god the production got better throughout um the close on sunday the production and the outro on there musically was much better i thought follow god was pretty decent jj wasn't a fan of that um uh soleil or whatever you say that I thought that one was more passionate and believable than the rest of the album. I'll say first half of the album, I'm like, it didn't really start to go off the rails until closed on Sunday. It was like closed on Sunday for me is where he just like totally started to believe lose me. But then he kind of got me back in the middle of the album with everything we needed water. But the problem is he's barely even on those songs. (laughs) And also he's like, He's singing and like crooning in a way that we all know for a fact he cannot sing. So like he's he it's obvious that he's using some sort of new kind of auto tune that now you can probably just program the notes you want to hit into and it will make you sound like you're hitting them, which is like I don't know who could listen to that and like it. I mean, you know, maybe like Zoomers. I don't know, like. I thought I thought it sounded fine. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like when when it comes to Kanye's singing, it's pretty low bar. And I think that, as he's you said, not, yeah, he's yeah, used yeah. Uh, exactly. technology. Yeah, well, he's used technology pretty well. Like, I mean, like auto tune. His auto tune songs have some like decent, no, 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 you know, moments the, with, of, of, of emotion. And and but that's the thing with auto tune. Like the way auto tune used I'm to be. Like yeah. I've used auto tune before. Auto-tune, like, is just pitch correction. You have to be able to sing to use auto-tune the way it was before. It uh, sounds like now... Well, it depends on yeah. how you're like, using it. Someone who can sing can't make it away to heartbreak, right? Like, it's just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a punk rock aspect, too. Yeah, that's how I always defend, like, the new, the new school kids. It's like, there's a punk rock aspect to it. They're taking what they have, and they're making something out of it, and that's really how hip-hop was born you know what i mean that's the 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 origins of hip-hop was you know like kids from from you know underprivileged areas that were like we found this shit and we're going to use it and we're going to make something brilliant out of it and that's the same thing essentially that kids do now with the with the soundcloud and the auto-tune and all that shit so yeah i i I would it's imperfect it doesn't sound it's not supposed to be perfect that's that's kind of the point of it yeah yeah, yeah. so that brings me to my issue with this because now it does sound perfect he sounds like like he can sing on these songs if that's him well, that's not that just him, him? No. That, that, ty dollar sign and aunt clemens are on both songs okay on both everything we need and water and they do the majority of the harmonizing on there kanye is kanye and just, ty dollar sign have similar sounding voices when they sing in the with the auto-tune ty dollar sign's just a much better singer okay. uh He's layering like, himself sp- over it like and then, because that's what it sounds like to me. It, possibly, okay. yeah, possibly. I, I I can't really tell the difference between because he has done that kind of stuff before. But I thought the harmonizing on on everything we need was was very pretty. I thought that uh, you know, it was a bit more original sounding than the rest of the album. It's not fucking you know the same old Kanye we've heard from the past ten years. Um, but yeah, I thought. Well, what did you think of these tracks, Jason? Everything uh, we need I in like water. water. Uh, everything we need is is was mid i felt but i i i liked water right like i thought water was actually the best track on the album but what if eve made apple juice though (laughs) because i have that written down here and that's just mind-boggling because didn't she didn't she bite from the apple honestly like i doubt yeah 
Yeah, he wasn't on, he wasn't credited on water, but he's yeah, on water. Everything we need. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. I thought that with Kanye yeah. using some crazy new fucking technology only he can afford. You know what I mean? That he like got sold by the Department of Justice. Like <laughs> <laughs> No, but but what if Eve made apple juice? That makes you think, right, dude. Right, fucking... Well, that's what I'm saying, didn't she? Like th- I I wrote that line down because he said, What if Eve made apple juice? But what he's saying is he's asking if what if Eve bit the apple or used the apple for some other but but she did, didn't she? That's the whole story. She bit from the apple and that's why we have shame and we have to wear clothes and all that shit. Right? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, I think saying? that that wouldn't. Yeah, I, well, I don't. I don't know if he even knows. <laughs> she's making. Story. She's making. She's taking lemons and making lemonade, right, dude. That, it's a. <laughs> I, I have no fucking I idea. I have no idea what he's ever talking about on here. It's very. It's very like. I honestly feel like. I feel a bit like paranoid and anxious after listening to some of it because it's all just like so all over the place. I know, and it's such in bad faith. Well, that's my thing. The reason why I did a deep dive into some of these lyrics is because like you're telling us now that this is a gospel album, that you that you want us to understand how much you love God and Christianity and you want to bring us into it. Well, then, okay, at least do the knowledge. Drop some fucking knowledge on us then from this book. You don't even know the stories you're talking about. You're contradicting yourself on the same song. Like, at least have something going for this album. You know what I mean? Like, well, dude, he he referenced Chick Fil A. How how many more religious right, references can 10. you get in an album? You're right. <laughs> it's a ten out. It's an eleven out of ten. I don't know. So so I actually I I the reason I think that the water track is is the best track Water's- on the album is because. Yeah. It's, it does – it actually – when J, JJ said that thing about Blonde, I was like, no way. And then I heard that song and I was like, this is definitely – I mean it's funky and it's minimalist and it has some organic sounds mixed in there. So obviously that's where my mind went for that song particularly. But it also – it features – Kanye's verse is repetitive, but it works. It's like it, – it, it's definitely – one of the fresher sounding Kanye verses on the album. It doesn't really sound like anything that he's made in his career before. The outro is very in peaceful and just like beautiful sounding. And yeah, I don't know this middle of the album kind of got me back. I was shocked on the first impressions when we listened and Jason I like God is because I thought I hated it. It's the best song on the album to me. It's an online favorite. The reason that I hated it at first was because it was – I thought his singing was super cringy, but production-wise and the way that he, uh, he he switches up the vocal patterns like halfway through the song, uh, it, it's not quite as cringy as the first half. But it, it definitely is uh, – I don't know, dude. Like the first half just reminded me of like – you know Eric Cartman from South Park when he makes the Christian rock band <laughs> Faith, Faith, Faith Plus, Plus One? one yeah. It literally was like that, like, I love you, Jesus, and, like, you're my babe, and, like, stuff, like, all that shit. Like, it just reminded me of this, like, like he he made a Christian rock album to fool Christians into thinking that he loved Jesus so he could go platinum. Right. Um, it's the only gospel song on the album. that's kind of what I... It is truly a gospel right, song. Yeah, yeah. Well, the intro is, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah but... but uh, why did you think it was the best song on the album, Jason? Because you you kind of stuck by this uh, this well, I, um, I opinion for a week now. I, I, think I don't think it's, it's one of the worst songs. Song on the album, right? And I think that this is him. It, you know, you would go with uh, you know, real friends. Um, 
uh, Ghost Town, and then you would go God Is. It's kind of like a, a trio of songs in which that, okay, this is Kanye attempting to do something on an album where it's, he's mostly joking around. He's doing something uh, a little bit more serious. And like, I kind of sound, yeah, I kind of sound pretentious, but this is clearly the best song in the album to me. So, yeah. I, I didn't think it was one of the worst. By the time, by the time the... Uh, by the time I got around to it, I, I, I really do like the, the way that he mixed all the production on there. But, but once again, the lyrics, like, I mean, like, and this isn't even like bad lyrics. It's just like cliched lyrics. Like this ain't about a dead religion. Jesus brought a revolution. All the captives are forgiven. Time to break down all the prisons. Every man, every woman, there is freedom from addiction. It's just like the most fucking ABC fucking just yeah, this is free. Like it's, it's just like it's a utopia list. Like right, it's exactly, <laughs> and it's 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 something that people have used to get the people. And look, don't get me wrong, people. If you're fucking religious, <clears throat> I'm, I'm aware of that. So that's why I'm saying it's so kind of ridiculous. But my thing about this is like, and like, if you use religion or God or whatever to get over your addiction or you, whatever, that's that's cool. That's good for you. Like, and I, I just think that it's a very it's a very cliched way to look at a very serious like issue and uh it's much more nuanced than just like finding god and like i think that it has been used for for quite some time now and there's plenty of things that he talks about on here that are just kind of the same old rehashed ideas from the past 50 years in religion and as jj said it kind of has become this capitalist product that is sold to the masses and is essentially this cure-all but it's it's not a cure-all for everyone and 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 i'm not saying that fucking you know if for the people that have found faith and found whatever good for them but at the same time like kanye preaching this as like a quote-unquote born-again christian just sounds incredibly just cliche and lame to me and i just think that he, he as you guys said he there's no depth to jason said this last week jj said this there's no introspection on the religion it's all just god is good yeah, and yeah. i'm rich so that good, pretty, my life's pretty fucking good so i would i, <laughs> I don't I know man to meet someone who's this is their favorite album i think that's <laughs> I think that kind of sums up my feelings about this like this is that where it's like if you're if this fools you i like i don't we probably can't there's no chance for us to like be friends or or even really friendly or like work in the same sort of space you know what i mean like it's just i don't know this is just so it's so <laughs> obviously like i hate to use a, a zoomer word but cringy as hell and my daughter will get on me for using that word but it's cringy as hell he's posting cringe folks i think is what i'm saying he's, he's, he's posting, he's posting cringe, cringe. Right. I don't know if you guys knew this, but there is uh, a bunch of Timbaland production is on yes. here. Like That's he was, what I heard. yeah. <laughs> That's great. He I produced mean, Timbo, like Timbo, what? Timbo. Timbo, <laughs> he produced me personally. I think Timbo did as great work with Jay Z as Kanye did. So I mean, I'm always here for Timbo. Like, but why uh, is he on yeah, like, here? Kanye like for what song? purpose? Try like, pick it out. I can't remember which it was, but try and pick it out. You can't like, who tell. Knows why, who knows why anyone? Can you tell me to? Can you can? Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. But at the same time, at the same time, can you pick one song on here that you would say, oh, this kind of sounds like Timbaland or this Timbaland could be on this? 
The only one I could think of was on uh, was on God, and he's not even on that one. Yeah, no, I don't. I I don't know. I will, I'll have to look at it when we get off. He was on the track "Hands On," which is the next song, which is a minimalist. Oh, yeah. Once again, minimalist. No drums again. Dark. There's no drums on that one. No drum. Yeah, no drums. No drums on that track, which I don't particularly care for. I just didn't think that he pulled it off very well on here. And then the second to last song, "Use This Gospel" with Clips and Kenny G. Timbaland did production on there too, I, which is so weird. I, ha- I have to uh, get off of here soon because I, I got a we got family movie night. But before oh, I get off, I wanted to talk about you. Uh, we we rented. Uh, well, my son my son's here this weekend, so we got Lion King and Toy Story four because we got to do the he's six, Yo, so we do like the. Yo, bro, Toy Story four is amazing. Like, it probably is. It's, pro- it's probably hard. Yeah, that's that what I wanted to see. Like, that yeah. shit is like. Like OD, that shit's like OD good. My my, my thing dropped. I'll probably cry. Yeah, I cried no. at the last one. Yeah. Well, who I didn't cry at Toy Story like, three? The only monsters. <laughs> only monsters go, don't go, cry at the Toy Story three, movies. Four. Yeah, Are we yeah, really yeah, ranking yeah. the Toy Story <laughs> three, movies? <laughs> three, four, one, two. Uh, I thought two was better than one. I like two a lot. <laughs> well, you, you, you so you put four second. That's interesting. Four, I'll hit. I'll, I'll, I'll text bro, you tonight I and let you know how you. I feel. About Dude, hit me up tonight. I'm telling you. Like, I will. I will. I'm telling you. Like four, <laughs> it's like a horror movie in the middle of it too. Like your kids might be scared. Like it's 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 oh wow. yo, it's some heavy shit. And like Woody is placed in a I'm position. Excited. In which he's like the old guard, and like a group of women are like running the shit now, and he has to like navigate. That. Like, m- my bad, my bad. All but, right, no spoilers. Oh, so it's, M- it's an MRA <laughs> no, film, <laughs> but, but like, it legitimately has like a lot of like real world. Like, it's it's dope. You, Toastmaster Four was really good. Yeah. Woody Cernovich. Okay, so let's 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 have JJ uh, wrap up here, give his final thoughts on this album, and then uh, we'll give our final thoughts, um, and then we'll let you well, go. Yeah, because I guess I'll wrap them up with my thoughts on "Use This Gospel" because I think "Use This Gospel" is is the clearest. It's the clearest. Uh, sort of window into Kanye's psyche, his madness, not, and, and not in a good way, sort of what I was talking about earlier. This is the song where he talks about his demons in, in the chorus, my demons. And this song is an example of his demons. He knew this album wasn't that great. He knew this album was rushed. He knew on some level that this is all grift. So he, he, what he wanted to do is bring you in for an attraction, something for people to talk about. And he, so he got a clips reunion, which he knew he could do because he sold it to Malice as a gospel album. Um, and that's the only thing that Mal- would bring Malice back to rapping. Malice apparently wrote a lot of the rhymes on this album, not just on this song. He did write the verse on this song, apparently, but also on other songs. Um, it's not good. Um, the beat with the car door sound is way too obvious. I mean, like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Such an obvious. It's a door jar sound. Ding ding. If you yeah, I know. It. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Why would he put that in there? I mean, to me, that's obvious. To me, that's like that's like t- a teenager who just started producing and thinks and thinks that's so brilliant. When he hears the door going off, he goes yo and he starts drumming on the hood of the car imagine if this was in a beat you know what i mean like and so it's kanye just again uninspired 
and and then he brings the clips on and it's fine whatever i mean even pusha manages to not be that dope on this song because he has to keep it just about christianity better than push but we're not even gonna yeah, on this song, he definitely is, I would say. I mean, I'm, I I would have to go back and re-listen to those albums because I've gotten so inundated with Pusha yeah, over the last if couple of years where willing, I would, I would encourage you to go back like to Lord, Lord Willing because Mouse is like way better than Push on Lord Willing. Like, I'd go back. I, I was actually going to gonna, gonna uh, revisit Hell Hath No Fury. I, for some reason, I just felt like doing that because that's the one that gets slept on, but on the low is still a classic almost. You know what I mean? But uh, but yeah. So th- this is uh, <clears throat> and then he can, and then like I said before, he can't help himself. He puts a hat on a hat and puts fucking Kenny G on it for some goddamn reason. There's no reason. That was such a weird he, dude. This is like a this is a Kanye song that like six years ago would have been incredible. Like not putting Kenny G and clips on a song together, but like you hear a lot on this album. You hear like the sketches of a good album. Like you hear the sketches of like oh shit like. Uh, you hear like moments of inspiration. You hear like yep. yeah. ideas and like moments where you're like, "This." If Kanye made this album five to ten years ago, yes. we could be talking about a classic An album. But Kanye instead, could have, could have, if had he been struck in with, could have knocked ideas. this out of the fucking park. Yep. He could have fucking knocked this out of the park. Like even like the fucking the production towards the end here is like like you said like the minimalist like fucking like vocal sampling. I did not think the clips wrapping fit over this at nope. all. I don't know why he put that on there. I, I I didn't think of why it was a good idea for them to put them on a song acapella where Pusha T sounded like he recorded on his iPhone in a closet. Fucking um, and then you you put this basic ass Kenny G solo sax part in there and then the beat drops at the end like i don't know dude that song was a mess for me to be honest that song was very disappointing i i expected the clips track to be absolute fire and i was incredibly disappointed by that one but i will say as i said before my thoughts on it are there's the the making of a great album on here but the execution was so poor and he has just no real true like inspiration anymore as you said that makes it such a mid album to me like not the worst thing i've ever heard but just incredibly average yep mid as hell i i I, you know i don't i don't know what else to say i mean if it was just music too it'd be different it'd be like uh he you know yay Yay is so underwhelming, such an underwhelming album or EP or whatever you want to call it, but it's basically inoffensive, uh, you know, other than the fact that it came out around the time he was being super offensive. But like this album yeah, yeah. is offensive. The content of the yeah. album wasn't. Yeah. This album is offensive. Yeah. You, I would say music musically, this album is much better than Yay, but yeah, that's content true. I didn't wise, even think about that. it's much yeah. worse than yeah, Ye. I, This yeah. is better musically. I would say, man, I'm kind of. What's Jesus King might be worse, bro. I think it is because of the substance, because of how just maddening it is that he like try, mine, that he's trying to pull this script, and it's going to work too. All it's mine working in some ways. The best two songs on on this album. Yeah, mm. yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess but so. But then, like, Violent know, Crimes... That's all very average to me. Violent Crimes would be the worst Violent song on this album. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And, that, and no, that actually is offensive. I take that back. Because what he because talks about on that album like is offensive. Up, he sexualizes his, oh, yeah, his, his daughter newborn daughter. Oh, God. 
Yeah, he's talking about cheating on his wife too on uh fucking uh what was the song? Was it All Mine or I can't remember. Uh, fucking that album is so that that's one of the most forgettable albums I've ever heard. It's it's very weird that he would put out two just like very forgettable albums back to back. But um and tries to market say, his bipolarism on the on the cover. Never mind. That shit sucks too. That's that shit is offensive as well. And I don't and I'm not trying to be, <laughs> yeah, true. I'm not trying to be a scold like the offended, but no, he's using these things to make money. He's not doing it, there's no artistic merit to it. It's completely to get make people think he's a genius. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. So uh, overall, I'm gonna I'll give my grade up top. Um, I'm gonna give it a five point five out of ten. Um, I thought that it was about as average as you can get. As uh, it sounds more like a collection of songs to me than an album. Uh, everything that we've talked about, uh, pretty much, you know, we kind of hit. We all hit the nail on the head in terms of how I feel about this album. There were some tracks that I liked uh, on here, but but overall, just uh, just going for a classic kind of epic sound and fallen fallen short uh whereas the last album i don't think really went for that as much if as i said before it kind of sounded more like a demo uh this one i guess sounds like an album but it, it overall is underwhelming because of the content and of course it's a fucking kanye album there are going to be some good production that doesn't mean that you have to give it a fucking you know nine out of ten right um so overall as i said 5.5 uh my favorite track on here was water and my least favorite track on here was on god uh jj what's your score what's your favorite track what's your least favorite track um I would give this album. See, it's 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 definitely the, there's two scores for this because musically, um, you're right. It's mid. I would give it a five or a five point five, but because of the substance on it, drags it down so far. Just in in just how dangerous I think it is, and just how uh, representative of the Republican Party and their version of Christianity it is. I think it drags it down to like a three or a two. Um, just because it's so dangerous. I hate to be that guy that's, that's throwing everything down as low as possible, but it's bad, man. It's really bad. This is dangerous shit, dude. This is this Donald Trump Jr. shit, dude. Fuck this. This is bad. Um, my favorite yeah, song is, uh, is, a, is yeah, Salah. Salah is probably my favorite song. It comes the closest to um, – uh, almost being good even though having some laughable lines on it it's it's just sonically it's it's pretty dope it almost it almost fools you it is yeah. um and yeah the worst song is either closed on sunday or i don't know like everything we need and god is i hated but they sound the most like music um either either <laughs> yeah like either closed on sunday or uh use this gospel are, are the are the worst yeah Close on Sunday is pretty cringe. But um, so, Jason, final score, favorite track, least favorite track. Uh, three out of ten, four out of ten. Uh, God is my favorite track. And I, I, least favorite track. Fuck. All no, no, these are fucking whack, dude. Like, the, the, the intro, it, it like... <laughs> Close on Sunday. Least favorite. Close on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Close on Sunday is probably my second least favorite. The only reason that I said on God is because of 
I just think that people maybe maybe Close on Sunday is the worst song on the album. But I think because I saw people actually say they liked On God, that my immediate reaction was to say this song is bad. <laughs> and you guys are wrong. <laughs> yes. But uh, but yeah, those are definitely the two weakest in my opinion. But uh, that's a good place to wrap it up. Yo, JJ, get up. to your yo, movie night. Yo, hit me up We're going to fucking party like on this Friday night. Peace. <laughs> All right, later. It's always good having you on. Peace, bud. Peace.